Hello and welcome to another episode of We Are PR. I'm Natalie and today I'll be talking to Julian Zach about what it's been like working on our consumer and lifestyle client portfolio over the last 12 months. Hello. Hi, so I'm Julie. I look after the um, consumer portfolio of accounts and it's grown really nicely over the, the past seven years. Yeah, so I'll give you I'll give you kind of the perspective from from the PR side. And Zach will Zach looks after our digital and social. So over to over to you, Zach. Thanks, Julie. I am Rooster's senior social manager, um, resident Australian. Uh, and yeah, for the last sort of nearly two years, I've been working across Rooster's uh, consumer and lifestyle portfolio, just kind of managing the digital presence for the brands uh, under our care. Great. So to start off, obviously, it's been a crazy year while we've been in and out of lockdowns and dealing with COVID. But to kick off on a positive note, what have been your highlights working on the consumer team over the last year? So I have a few, actually. And the first is two of our homes and interiors interiors clients, our existing clients. We've been kind of smashing coverage goals for them throughout the year, despite all the kind of changes, changing um, circumstances and uncertainty with with COVID. Um, And that's by a really kind of keeping eye on what journalists want and adjusting content, making our stories relevant to our target audiences, kind of relating them to lockdown and to the home and, and to keeping things positive. Another highlight has been actually developing and executing a, an integrated campaign for Kintura, which was a huge success. And obviously a lot of a lot of clients, generally speaking across the board, are struggling with budgets and, and finances at the moment. And we managed to do this on a tight budget, a, a three-pronged campaign, kind of integrating creative video content, a news, news generation story and research, mm-hmm. consumer research, and, and an online digital competition to, ki- to keep audiences engaged. And it was it just went really, really well, smashed it, worked with Kate Humble, client was really pleased. So that's been a, a real highlight for us. And then winning new business, kind of despite the struggles, despite the COVID uncertainty, we've managed to win a couple of great new clients um, in Bloom and Marley Coffee. And, you know, the, the new business pipeline continues to be really strong with a lot of brands that we really want to work on. So that's that's a real positive from my perspective. And going back to the Contura campaign, I understand that was filmed last year in October 2020. So everything had to be done socially distanced. Uh, I imagine a lot of work had to go into that. Could you tell me what that was like? Um, yeah, so I'll just give you kind of an overview of what the campaign consisted of. Um, basically, Contura is our wood burning stove client. And we do we try to aim for one winter campaign, autumn winter campaign a year to position the client as kind of the expert on all things cozy. So the art of being cozy at home, this art or this science of cozy is actually termed cosyology by Kintura. So that's our overarching theme. And it was particularly relevant this year, obviously, because we are spending so much time at home. And so we integrated consumer insights. So how are you making your home cozy this winter? Is it going to be the coziest winter because you're stuck at home? Are you looking forward to being cozy at winter? And then we looked at how much people have been spending on their interiors, um, which have obviously has obviously gone up quite significantly this year. We had a Britain's coziest social competition to engage 
you know, everybody who's enjoying that cozy time at home. So posting, posting photographs of their versions of cozy. And then we had a really fantastic, creative fireside storytelling video series, which we aired kind of in the run up to Christmas. Yeah. So that was, that, that was a, a big kind of creative campaign, I suppose. It was just a series of six videos. So we wrote the scripts. We kind of worked with Kate Humble in 2019 for Contura. So we were really keen to keep that brand partnership going. So kind of the setup was literally just Kate sitting in front of a fire, just reading out the short stories that are designed to just feel sort of really nice and cozy. So we shot that in the Marriott in Mayfair. Uh, and yeah, in October, 2020. So it was still obviously all of the, it was kind of in between lockdowns, but still very sort of socially distanced, very conscious of, you know, the ongoing situation. So it was it was a bit strange kind of getting onto an empty tube at 7.30 in the morning and mask on kind of all the way through London. And then you've got to stand outside the hotel at like 7.45 in the morning as like winter's encroaching and everyone's kind of cold. And then you go in and then like, <laughs> We worked with Ministry of Fun on the actual shoot. So we kind of built out a little sort of Scandinavian set in one of the conference rooms in the Marriott and everyone's and then like, it was funny shooting in like a long conference room with sort of social distancing for like, there were six of us kind of on the set. But yeah, you know, it went really well. It was just kind of like safety precautions with things like there were sort of plastic sheets in front of the camera and things like that. And there were sort of places that we as the sort of creative team couldn't go uh, to get the production equipment, like the lighting and the camera and things like that. The client brought down like a, a model, like a, an actual stove from Doncaster, drove there in the morning, got stuck in London traffic, which is a bit of a situation. But um, <laughs> yeah, so we had like a, an in situ actual stove that Kate sort of sat next to. And then after the fact, we kind of cut in some fire VFX and, and sort of comped it all and it looked really nice and sort of sounded really nice. Yeah. And then, you know, Kate, the consummate professional just kind of knocked him out of the park and, and she just like seemed to have a ball reading the stories. And and in the, I remember in the moment, it, it even felt really good as we were shooting. And I think that's a good sign for, you know, if it feels great kind of on set, then it, it will come out pretty well. That I think that's a, that rule sort of holds across the board for every other bit of video I've ever shot. So, and then just kind of rolled out over six weeks as like organic and paid social, um, kind of cutting through to people and and ultimately i think like the key takeaway for us is that we serve these videos as like paid ads into people's feeds in front of people's like youtube videos and we had you know our retention people watched the whole thing three and a half minutes of just kate reading a short story before they went on to watch the rest of their youtube videos so i think that you know ultimately that's that's the metric for success beyond just like yes we served it into x number of feeds but you know the, the creative the quality of the creative speaks for itself when people just of their own volition just sort of finish the whole thing because they like it and i think the nicest thing about the campaign was it was you know pushing this need for quality downtime you know in a time that was really quite hectic and full of worries and and this was all about okay now take a breather and enjoy and listen to some some really soothing heartwarming stories and then they became more and more kind of festive as we came up to the christmas period and it was just a kind of yeah really fuzzy and warm campaign that just did the trick to kind of widen the reach of, of a brand that is very relevant to a lot of us spending so much time in our homes at the moment. It was probably very much needed at that time. Yeah. And what kind of changes have you noticed to the consumer landscape over the last year? Well, it's been really tricky for obvious reasons. I mean, there's been journalists on furlough. There's been publications closing down or moving online. There's always the difficulty of just picking up the phone to speak to journalists or pitch to journalists because they're not in the office. And a lot of we're finding a lot of the the kind of office numbers aren't being redirected. So, yeah, it's not it's not been easy. But in terms of the consumer side of of clients, you know, 
it was kind of positive because there was so much doom and gloom in the news that our contacts were were actively looking for that kind of uplifting positive those uplifting positive stories that that we could contribute to for homes and interiors brands or you know just looking at the well-being angle um looking at kind of design issues in the home kind of changing changing your spaces to adapt to this new normal there were lots of opportunities from a from a lifestyle perspective that we were able to jump on and adjust our plans to. Yeah. And then I think in the social space, it's obviously the trend towards e-commerce, I think obviously like as sort of physical retail closed, all of the, our capacity to kind of buy things moved online, much to kind of Amazon's benefit, but where sort of Rooster comes into that equation is that we can help facilitate the creative kind of form of advertising that helps cut businesses through the noise on social and even organic social kind of turned away a little bit more away from general brand awareness and customer service over a bit more to direct sales with things like um, Instagram and Facebook shops and kind of everyone just for the I think for the first time realizing how completely frictionless the internet has made like that buying sort of process Um, and then you know where we get to have fun is where I get to have fun sort of day-to-day is in again that creative piece like media buying is is good it's it's a fun science you know the the fun part is the creative and I think that's the bit that everyone enjoys obviously as a PR firm um, kind of messaging is a core part of that Um, there's a lot of overlap there but yeah I think that that's been the biggest kind of change uh, on the social side for us is that shift from more like brand presence and and sort of um, creative cohesion uh, straight into like we can just sell things and is this something our clients have asked for or is it something that we have put to them? Uh, a bit of both. Like we we had a lot of new business, as you can imagine, come in that was very e-commerce focused. Um, our law pro is probably the best example, launching a, a physical sort of store, um, you know, that had some kind of timing hurdles. But a big part of that for them was using the online presence to sort of boost and, and bolster and facilitate the actual um, kind of, so they used online sales to kind of raise capital to build the store. Uh, and we facilitated just a, a big kind of jump from sort of working but small to working but big um, and help them kind of understand what it is that people like and, and identified like winning products and found creative that was interesting and formats that we that were useful and, and effective and things like that. So a little bit of like we, we've come to customers with it. Uh, sorry, we've come to clients with it. Um, but then we've also had just a lot of inbound inquiries from the same space. And looking forward, what does the future look like for Rooster's consumer and lifestyle portfolio? Well, I think if we base it on the pipeline, growth is is an inevitable future factor. Um, it's it's really positive, and I feel really excited about where the consumer and lifestyle division is is moving. <clears throat> I think we'll continue to diversify into different kind of market segments. We'll continue to do lots of campaigns, so like that that we have executed for Contura, we've got a few campaigns coming on board with Temper now as well. Um, we we're doing kind of more brand partnerships with our clients and charity partnerships we're doing a lot of influencer work the social and digital is is a huge offering for all of the consumer clients um so that will continue to be strong i think inevitably it is now you can't escape it it is now part of the comms process so yeah i'm just looking forward to kind of building up our number of clients and continuing to do great pr for them yeah i think similarly i'm kind of most looking forward to just exploring new opportunities to get creative for kind of companies on social and just find ways to cut through the noise and like yes you can like media buy anything into feeds but you know what gets the cut through is good creative which I think is 
ultimately our strength and it is it's the most fun part everyone loves it the more the more you know creative briefs that we're given the more creative we're getting I mean I'm I'm continually impressed by you know our brainstorm sessions and and the fab ideas that are coming out of them so so yeah and do you have a dream client that you'd love to add to Rooster's consumer lifestyle portfolio more interiors brands because I am currently in the midst of renovating my Victorian house um, down in Folkestone and and yeah and I'm obsessed and I spend so much time (laughs) I spend so much time googling and and just exploring all these different amazing brands and solutions and yeah I think it's definitely a passion of mine the homes and interiors space and I want a I want a European car brand specifically European and (laughs) um, like sedans I don't really care about SUVs I don't really care about coupes Uh, something electric would be cool but even like BMW Jaguar uh, (laughs) yeah whatever man it's cars are this the cars are the best like obviously being Australian I'm very used to driving very long distances and I think the way that you get from A to B is really important so we have different focus areas at Rooster travel business and corporate as well as the consumer and lifestyle clients so what's it been like for you Julie heading up the consumer and lifestyle brands so I can't speak, I suppose, for the business and corporate side, because I haven't really recently worked very much on, on those kind of accounts. I am very familiar with travel because that was what my background was before the consumer and lifestyle. And um, travel kind of trains you very well to be an effective PR because generally budgets are tight, generally kind of the talking points or the content that you're able to to work on or produce is is quite limited well in terms of the fact that it's kind of travel and you're promoting a destination or a hotel or or an airline but I find with consumer PR the scope is often wider so we do brand PR and we do product PR and that's with all of our consumer clients and the brand PR is very much looking at creative ways to make that brand relevant regardless of actually what they sell obviously always related to what they sell but making the brand relevant so if for example Kanchura wood burning stoves it's looking at quality family time and cozy time in the home that's not necessarily always talking about the the product um which in tourism you you're you have to you have to do so there's a bit more scope there's a bit more creativity i think generally kind of budgets are, are bigger and there's more campaign work that you can get stuck into as well but yeah for, for me it's also working across the different sectors within that portfolio which just brings the diversity to your day and brings the you know the excitement from moving from project to project always exciting to see what the team is up to as well (laughs) well thank you very much everyone for listening and thank you zach and julie for your time today always a pleasure thanks for having me stay tuned next month for the next episode of we are pr and to find out more about what roosters consumer and lifestyle clients are up to you can find us on social at rooster pr and online at rooster.co.uk don't forget you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts see you next month